Okay. Welcome, welcome, everybody. And we are glad to have you here. Uh, lots of new things uh, to bring to the table today. First of all, we are in a brand new quarterly. It is called On Death, Dying, and Future, and the Future Hope. Uh, lesson one is Rebellion in a Perfect Universe. And this is, this lesson, um, I'm excited about this lesson. How about you, Ricky? Definitely, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, this this lesson is is the great controversy in lesson form in in Sabbath school lesson form, and so that's that's going to be the theme. We have a giveaway as well, Lisa. Um, what do we got? Yes, so we have the great controversy right here, and it's it's a uh, the untold story behind the Vatican's rising influence in America. So it definitely is a very good good reader. Awesome this book, <laughs> first published in 1800s, brilli brilliantly predicted the, the thawing of tensions between the United States and the Vatican. The author reaches some very important conclusions about what that new friendship means in the future. So this is a very good one. I must read. I really must is. read. <laughs> yeah, and uh, as always, uh, it, in order to get one of these things, uh, please email us at prophecymontana uh, at gmail.com. Uh, we'll put it up there on the screen for you to see. And uh, and you can also contact us through the Belgrade SDA. Um, and and we'll make sure, and give us your name and your address, uh, or just your address. We don't even need your name. It's so awesome. That book's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, it has history buff people. The whole first half is all about history and history of the church and the reformers and uh the last half uh, deals with us, what we're going through right now. Exactly. This is truly like one of the best history lessons anybody could ever read. Uh, if you ever wondered why there's so many different denominations, this explains it. This explains uh, the entire Protestant Reformation. The, Everything. You know, coming out of Rome and, and all of the doctrinal beliefs that our founding fathers have, have, uh, have established in the church. Um, as as truth, and you know, each denomination has their do doctrinal truth, you know. But the thing of it is, they never really came together and combined their doctrinal truths. Um, and we believe that the Seventh Day Adventist is the remnant church in this last day that has combined those truths. You know, yeah. of course, we believe in baptism with immersion. We believe that you know Jesus is you know the you know is our Savior the um, and we don't have to go through a priest to, to be, uh, to be forgiven of our sins. We don't have to, you know, all of the things that were taught to us for so many thousands of years through the, well, not so many thousands. It was what twelve hundred fifty well, through years. the church, through the yeah, through the, I mean, all that stuff. And it, people didn't know the truth. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like in eighteen forty four, when Miller and all of them came together, and they it was uh, when they were pronouncing Christ was coming, and uh, and it didn't come. Then they're like, well, "What's going on?" They dug deeper and deeper into the Bible, and it was like, "Wow, a lot of these things." I don't know. The Lord uh, tell the world. If you guys can look it up on YouTube or whatever, watch Tell the World. It is an awesome story. It'll tell you the whole history about the Adventists and Ellen White and all that stuff. But it's uh You know what I like is the, the, the martyrs. I mean, I don't like the martyrs, like people dying. But when they were dying, they were dying with God in their heart and their mind. And he protected them. And, and they were singing as they're yeah. being burned up. And then it's bringing other people watching. I'm like, wow. And uh, it brought a lot of people to God. And there was a lot of instances where God protected the people that, like they were throwing, you know, a brick at this one guy, and it was like nothing. It hit his head, and it was like nothing. It was like a feather hitting his head and stuff. How about the father and the son? I read this in the Fox's Book of Martyrs, um, where they were, uh, they, they couldn't get the father to recant his faith by torturing him alone, so they brought his son in, and they began to torture him. And his uh, and his father cried out to his son. He says, "Please do not dishonor Jesus by giving in." He says, "No matter what, don't do it." And um, it, it, powerful stuff, you know. And so it's these great. people were so dedicated to the truth, they were willing to die for it, you know. And it, it makes us question our faith and and, and question, you know, whether uh, you know, our integrity. But 
you know, we'll get that chance to put our metal to the test, won't we? Oh, yeah, the and it's coming are... soon. And the thing of it is, is the, the last half of this book, it, it it's like you read it and it's just like reading our newspaper and watching the news. It's it was... A, it's incredible. Yeah, it's like it's it, it's like it was just written just, you know, in and it was times. written what 160 something years ago? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so um, you know, we are not to despise the prophets. We're not telling you to take Ellen White at at our face value at, at what we're saying, you know. But read it. <laughs> but just read it and and give her a chance and and more importantly give Jesus a chance and And you know, I always hear how many people dislike Ellen G. White and they say, "Oh, she's not my prophetess." She never talks about herself. No, she anything. never does. She always, she's a lesser light. And, and she um, refers to the Bible, the Bible, does. the Bible mm-hmm. first, the Bible this, the Bible that. Oh, yeah. I'm just secondary. I'm just kind of adding a little bit of flavor or whatever well, to. She's breaking it down. Yeah, <laughs> I know. She makes yeah. it. I'm grateful. I was a skeptic yeah. when I came into the church. It was like, man, oh. I don't want nothing to do with her. That it was like, yeah. I think reading Steps to Christ, and it was like, wow. Well, and, and, like, and look, I tell people that come into the church, they should be skeptic. You know, they should study this out for themselves. No, they should own test these truths. Test, all test it. Yes. Test it. Don't take our word for you it. Know, Do your it. own work. Yeah. I watched The Keeper of the Flames, and that's what— That's a good one. That's what really made me start thinking about her in a good light, because I, I too, was skeptical. And then, and then later on, um, I was sick, and I used uh, counsels on— on diet and food, or food and diet, and that book really changed my my um, my dietary. It changed your whole life. It changed my life. Yeah, it changed her whole life. I was just thinking about this morning, you know, about how people we have degrees of faith. It was like when I gave my life to Christ, I really didn't feel any different. You know, it's like, um, uh, you know, okay, so I'm a sinner here. Now I'm saved. Okay, I, I feel the same. Nothing, nothing happened. Um, whereas she, she just kind of, you know stopped everything she was doing you know right then and there i mean we were drinking we were smoking and chewing tobacco listening to music you name it we were doing it you know everything that people do in the world you know party and everything else and she changed her diet even as well i mean just like overnight she became a different person and and stopped everything but she took it she took it serious and and um it is serious it it is serious and we should be taking this stuff serious yeah um so i mean you know, I look back at all after all these years, and it's taken me a long time to grow. You know, and I look back and I think, you know, what a wonderful God that we do have, and and how He's worked into my life, and how He's patient, patient long suffering, exactly. Gosh, and I He has know. that transforming power that that nothing else can compare to. And the patience of, <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm grateful and yeah, thankful. Yeah, yeah, me too. So much so. But um, listen, guys, let's get into our lesson. This is an awesome lesson. Um, all right, so rebellion in a perfect universe is lesson one. We have a memory text here. It's Isaiah fourteen twelve. Um, you know, we haven't prayed yet. Ricky, can you uh, yeah. introduce us with prayer? Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we just want to thank you for your holy day, for your Sabbath day, Lord. And I just pray that you be with us, and may your spirit be with us, and may our words be your words, my Lord. And I just pray that... You be with us all, my Lord, and all those watching, I pray your spirit be with them, my Lord, and uh, help us all, my Lord, to understand your word better, to understand you better, my Lord, and to fall more and deeply in love with you, Lord, and have love for one another. Amen. Uh, And just please be with the study, Lord, if it be your will, Father, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, we haven't introduced anybody as well. If you guys are watching for the first time, you know, this is my my wife, uh, Lisa Martin, and um, she's a great addition to the program. You know, we're this is this is the regulars on today. We don't have a guest today. So and Ricky, Mr. Mr. Ricky there. We we love Ricky and um, he's with us, uh, you know, faithfully every Sabbath, even through his. Even a day after your operation, you were still here. It was that important to Even you? Even before so. his operation. Even before he was hurting. And, and uh, of course, we have Bertha behind the scenes. We're so thankful for her as Amen. well. Amen. Amen. You guys don't see her, but she's ever present, and she's making sure everything's she's going well. Possible. <laughs> yep, that's right. So, and uh, and especially, we're thankful to have you guys. You guys Amen. are the reason we're doing this, and uh, we take this very serious. You know, we we ask that you uh, um, would pray for us as well mm-hmm. to continue to do these podcasts and. 
uh, because we feel like this is we're in the end days, aren't we? Well, where Jesus is about, he's at the door. I mean, he's ready to go through, and we're supposed. This is our duty to to Reach wake out. people up. Yeah, to, to or to, to strengthen each other too. To strengthen each other and to warn. We have to be the watchmen on the wall and say, "Hey, our Lord's coming." You know what I mean? We have no more time. No it's, more sleeping. No, no more <laughs> sleeping. It's time to get down with the nitty gritty and. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a war, and uh, Jesus is coming very, very, very soon. It's a war, and we're in it. Yeah, and, yeah. and one more time, the great controversy. You guys, please email us um, at uh, prophecymontana at, at gmail, and we're going to you know, give us your address. We will give Same this to you for free. Very important. <laughs> uh, very, very important. So if you guys don't already have one of those, if you haven't read it, hit us up. We'll make sure you get one. Um, now, he was talking about Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. And I was looking it up, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a difference in wording in here and the translations. Yep. The translations. Oh yeah, we were going to talk about the translations a little bit and the difference. You know, the the lesson always seems to have um, anything but the King James version. I know. It just drives me crazy. Yeah, and we love the lesson, we love the message in it, but we want to point out a few things about these translations and what was the difference, Ricky, that we had between these two. It what did was, you want me to read? It was well. How about this? When we get into the study, we'll just start doing the study because I have it written down. And when we get to the verses, I'll mention it. Okay. How about that? Yeah. yeah. All right. So when we get to them, uh, he'll 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 point out you know the differences and and I guess you guys could could look at the differences yourself. And you know the King James version, even though it's not perfect, there are a few little things that you know that aren't quite right with the King just James like version. Just like with a comma here. Yeah, there, a comma here and because there because they didn't have punctuation back then. But so. but it's hands down the best, the, it's the most the best. accurate. It was yeah, it's uh, unadulterated. Yeah, I mean you know for some people it's easier to read other translations and that's fine. But, you know, always go back to the King James if you have yeah. trouble, like, understanding something or if there's a controversy but in the text People have or problems something. with these and thous, but you know what I mean? He and she or, you know, me and him, you know, or whatever. It's yeah, just, pronouns. You, could, you just keep reading. You could figure out what it means. Yeah, though, you know? right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, and, and especially with so much controversy with pronouns now, I mean, we should at least be able to say our proper pronouns in the Bible, right? All right. Well, I'm, I'm hitting the great controversy, <laughs> but I meant I meant the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, our memory text is Isaiah 14:12. Um, when you when you all have that, or should I just go ahead and well, read it's it? Right here. Okay. How you have fallen from heaven, you star of the morning, sun of the dawn. You have been cut down to earth, you who defeated the nations. No, it's found in Isaiah fourteen twelve. Yeah, now it's uh, addressing the king of Tyre here, but it's it, it just kind of morphs from the king of Tyre into actually speaking directly about Satan or Lucifer and, and who Lucifer was. Let's look that up uh, in Isaiah fourteen. In the, I'm just going to look it up in the King James. I mean, this is what Ricky was talking about because that that verse um, I've read many times, but it sounds different in this translation to me. Uh, let's give us a second here. So Isaiah 14, I've been listening to Isaiah on the audio books, and uh, I'm up to chapter 10, so I've, I've got a few more nights left. Okay, so how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weakest weaken the nations? Okay, so um, that right there is different already, because in, in the King James, it says to weaken the nations. What does it say in the... Um, in the memory text, to, uh, to defeat, to defeat, the to defeat the nation. So the difference between weaken and defeat, right there. And so there's uh, a lo- there's a lot. I there's mean, a lot of differences yeah, all through the New King James. I used to love the New King James, and then I started comparing it, and then boom, it's like scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. You know, but um, but yeah, so. Uh, and he also says, and in, in, uh, let's just read on here in, in verse 13, for thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation of the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee. Can you imagine that look? I mean, imagine this. Somebody's walking by you and they're going like this with their eye. 
and they're wagging their head. That narrow look, that's what it's talking about. Like, mm-hmm. how is this possible? How, yeah. how could this be the man who done these things? Because he went down to the pit so easily. <laughs> it was like nothing to God. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, and, they, and then they shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble that did shake kingdoms? He's going to be a pathetic shell of a. Of an yeah, he's going to look point. like nothing, like a little wimp. I mean, just like boom. Yeah. And he was the one that brought down the world. How? He was the one that caused a third of the angels to fall. Exactly. And, in verse <laughs> and seven, he's nothing. He's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, how how is it possible that this happened? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Has, because of our choice. Because of our choice. Yeah. yeah. And it says there in verse 17, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners. All the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory, everyone in his own house. But thou art cast out like thy grave, excuse me, but thou art cast cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch, and as the remnant of those that are slain. Thrust through with the sword that go down the stones of the pit as the carcass trodden under feet. You know, so his end result is 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 doom, and those that follow him are doomed as well. And thus, thus is the great controversy uh, between Christ and Satan. And this really is what this is all about. This whole entire lesson, because you know we have these two these two forces at work for the minds of mankind. You know, the good and evil, life and death, you know, death and, dest- you know, death and destruction or blessings and, you know, curses. Yeah. yeah and blessings, blessings and curses. I mean, it's basically Deuteronomy spelled out, you know, Deuteronomy, what, 31, you know, yeah. the reiteration of all of the blessings and the curses yeah. by Moses they to the children right of Israel. Yeah. 30, 31, somewhere around there. And so, <clears throat> uh, Let's go to Matthew four forty-eight here. Let's do another verse. And um, this is in itself as a controversial text. We'll talk about it. Um, as soon as you guys have that, go ahead and read it. That's one advantage about the app because you can just tap onto the. I just go to the ss.net. You know, if you guys don't have the lesson with you, it's always available online. And. Um, and actually, you can just tap, tap onto the, the Bible text, and it just pops right up um, immediately. So it makes that part just a little bit easier. But there's nothing wrong with um, with going through the Bible and, and bringing up these texts either, is there? Well, even though I have these on, I still can't find them. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. Matthew what now? Matthew 548. 548. Matthew 548. Okie dokie. Yeah. Be therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Okay. So if we're not perfect, we're not like our Father, right? Plain and simple. No. So, I mean, what do you guys think of this verse? Let's unpack it. What What are some of the arguments you hear against things? You know, you can't be perfect. Can't no be one's, perfect yeah, yeah, we all sin. We have, you know, there's yeah. no one could be perfect. Yeah. And, and why, I mean, how, what, how would you refute an argument like that? Because it, the Bible's telling us to be perfect. and The Bible are, tells us to be perfect. And the, the people are telling us we can't be perfect. Who are we going to believe? I know, right? The Bible, the Word, always tests everything by the Word. So how do we be perfect? How, what's the process? Uh, are we, can, we, are, we can't do it within ourselves. Are you perfect? Am no, I perfect? No, yeah, of is, course Is not. Lisa, is, is anybody pray, perfect? Pray all the time. Yeah. Continuously. Continuously. I think we have to become one with the Lord. You know what I mean? To be able to become perfect. Yeah. Then, then we're so into the Lord that he's in us, and we're no longer ourselves, That's but right. he lives in us. Yeah, and, and you know, um, I mean, how does that work? I mean, what's the process of becoming? I mean, so it should be our, our goal to be perfect. Yeah, I mean, because if we're trying to we're be like Jesus, be. Jesus is perfect. Yes. You know, I mean, is there anything about Jesus that prompts us to say, well, I don't really have to be totally perfect. I can let this one slip a little no, bit. No, because he came down to be our example. He's our example of how we're supposed to live. Before they had excuses saying, well, you know, everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus came down being the living example of what we're supposed to be. Exactly. And that got him in a lot of trouble with doing what was right in their own eyes, didn't everyone it? Everyone yeah. wanted to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, not everyone. They wanted to be healed, and then they wanted to kill them. So Deuteronomy 32.4, let's look at that. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 4. This is another verse because, um, and again, you know, when we read the Bible, we have to believe what the Bible tells us, not what people tell us, not what fancy arguments would have us to believe, not what, you know, the philosophical um, in, uh, uh, hmm. speak of the day is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, because people people take the Bible and, and they'll say, the very opposite of what the Bible's telling us. They're telling us that we can't be perfect. Well, this is because telling they've us been taught that they've been they've been programmed. Everyone said that. Well, no one's perfect. You can't be perfect. You can't be perfect. You can't keep the contention. You know, and it, this is what always got me is because they're giving Satan more power than the Lord by doing that. You that's know, right. that's you're dishonoring God. Jesus told he told the woman caught in adultery, "Go and sin no more." The people that he healed, like with the blindness, go sin no more. Why would he tell us to do something that we can't do? That we can't do, exactly. That's almost like, you know, uh, giving a, 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 a job that's too big for, like, a little kid to accomplish. You and know? say, do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, build build the skyscraper. Build, but, you know. Yeah, build a skyscraper, uh, Junior. You yeah. Know, you're only four years old, but, you know, if you don't do it, you're doomed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, he fully intended that he was going to help us along the way. Yeah, of course he's going to help us. You know, it's kind of like the father-son relationship. You know, here, here, the, here the son is helping the father build a house. Of course, you know, the son's three, four years old. He's he going to make mistakes. He, he's going to do yeah. things wrong, but the father's there to correct it. But, 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 the, but the father's doing yes, the work, but he's, awesome. he's putting a little saw in the junior's hand and making him feel like, you know, he's a part of it and everything. That's kind of his relationship with us. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, that's really... That's really the capacity in which we serve God. I mean, we think we're all we're doing it all, but really, He's doing it all. We're we're just accepted it. <laughs> we're just yeah. It's like our yeah. So let's read uh, Deuteronomy thirty-two I, I four. That. If you got it, Lisa. Yeah. I love this one. So it's four. Yeah. yeah. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. Amen. Amen. That is a really good verse. You know, and here's the point. Um, if God is perfect, he's asking us to be perfect, then what's stopping us from being perfect? Well, obviously our natures, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big conflict. This is the conflict that we're in, mm-hmm. and it's a life and death struggle. It's something that all of humanity is going to sooner or later have to confront. Well, we're all in it, even if we know it or not. Mm-hmm. We're just given, we're given in to one side or the other. Yeah, basically. You know, we were talking about <clears throat> people that are um, um, depressed. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying I, I know your depression or why you're depressed or anything. But we noticed there was a pattern of why people are depressed. And it was either because they don't have a walk with God. I'm sure. I have no doubt about it. No doubt whatsoever. They don't They don't um, pray and empty their sins yeah. out. And they get sick. They get, like, toxic <laughs> with all these sins. And they also, either that or they do, you know, like, drugs, you know. And uh, it distorts their mind and... And uh, actually makes them because Satan's able to move in. You know, there's no one like Jesus is not going to knock on your heart and come in if you if you have Satan in in there dwelling. He know? knocks, he knocks, but we have to open up. I we believe. Have to want. Yeah, um, I, I believe everyone has uh, a hole in their heart. Yeah, and they keep on trying to fill it with all kinds of stuff, but it's shape it's shape the hole is of Jesus. And they keep on filling it with the wrong stuff and they're never satisfied yep, until never. we fill it with Jesus then. Yeah, we have all these things. Well, we need we need another another motorcycle. We need a bigger house. We need a you and know And they're never happy. You're never happy. I mean, no matter what you have, it's like until you have the Lord. Until you're walking with the Lord. It's like and you you look and you're like Oh, I'm going to do this to make my daddy proud. You know what I mean? It's just like... <laughs> and it, it, seems to, it seems to supersede class. And, and, and you know, um, I mean, you can be of the lowest, of the, of the lowest, you know, 
um, class of people, or you could be of the highest class of people, and and this same this same dynamic seems to play itself out in your life. Oh yeah, it's, it's you, how you know, would you, you say not uh, prejudice or whatever. It's, it's not pre- yeah, it's not prejudice. Yeah. It's not it, it surpasses all of the all of the all of the ranks or whatever. Um, I mean, the the highest of the kings struggled with it, and the lowest of the peasants struggled with it. You know, and so. Um, but what if we what if we are struggling with sin, and we're thinking that um, that God has abandoned us, and that because we're not perfect, that somehow uh, somehow we're failing God? I mean, how do we deal with this? Um, you know, this day to day battle that we fight. Because you know, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. So that's almost like um, you know that we're not living up to the expectations of, of that Christ has set before us. So so should we just give up? No, we, we continue to strive for perfection, even if we don't. And and you know, I believe when it hits, when it happens, we won't even know it because just like Daniel, I don't know. I haven't seen anything bad about Daniel in the Bible whatsoever. And when when he seen the angel of the Lord, he was, you know, he was dropped as a dead man. He seen his sinfulness, you know what I mean? And and all those who ever seen God seen his purity. But Daniel was beloved, you know, I think he was good. I think we'll never ever ever feel that holiness that we're we've made it, but the Lord does. And I think what we don't have, I think his blood covers us. Well, th- you said it right there. Okay, so let's let's imagine day one of your of your Christian experience, regardless of where you're at on day one. You know, we always use the <clears throat> um, the description of the of the drunkard in the ditch, right? You know, the lowest of the low. Well, that's that's society's viewpoint of of the lowest of the low. But the lowest of the low in God's eye could be the rich man who's who's not, um, you know, who has all this wealth and and he's not using it to the glory of God. He's just using it to satisfy his personal desires. You know, here he has been he's been blessed. So, you know, the lowest of the low is is different in God's eyes than what it is in man's eyes. But nevertheless, let's say we're the lowest of the low and we're on day one. Mm. We're on day one. So um, can we can we reach perfection on day one? I don't know. With the Lord, all things are possible. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to say no, because with the Lord, all things could happen. (laughs) Paul, I mean, uh, I'm sure he changed kind of like that. You know what I mean? You're talking about Lisa changed like that. With God, all things are possible. Well, I got to say, when I when I um, quit meat and then all my habits and and um, drinking, drinking was the biggest one. You're you just live moment by moment and you're, you're praying, oh, God, you know, please help me. I'm having an urge. I know all things are possible. And you just start reading the word and trying to apply that to your heart. But then I compounded it because when I was um drinking i um i took my kids out of school (laughs) and i had three and um and i had them at home plus i had my problems that Mm -hmm. i was dealing with and it really impacted me but then looking back it really helped me out and it was if you ask them now they're adults but you ask them about that where we lived and they didn't say, oh, that was the worst time in my life. My mom was, was mean. and No, they say, my mom um, was the best. I mean, I love my mom. There I was, love that That was house. their most memorable points yes. in their lifetime was during that, you know, when your, when your conversion yeah. was happening. Yeah, and it, it kind of like they saw, they saw Jesus in me. And I was going in and out. Like, like if you turn the light on and turn the light off. Or there's other parables like... like um, Jesus was walking on the water, and, and um, the disciple kept losing sight, like in oh, disbelief. Peter, yeah, well, he took he his eyes sink. off Jesus. As soon as he took his eyes off and Jesus and looked at the storm, yeah. he sunk. Yeah, so so that that was happening in my life. I was wavering, but I hung on with all I had until no, uh, it was gone. And, you know, the the highest form of worship is to obey God. You know, I, I like that with Peter. And it was like, Lord, help me. And when we fell, we got to say, Lord, help me. 
So. Well, and that's the thing. See, so perfection is is at that moment where you've given it all to Jesus, where you've repented for all your known sins. Mm -hmm. God has forgiven you. He's thrown those into the depths of the sea. You know, you might still be like surrounded by your lifestyle, but in that moment, you've reached perfection. And and of course, as a baby, you're going to make a lot more mistakes than you do when you're mature, right? Yeah. And so, but Jesus mistakes. says that if you if you did sin, you can come to the to Jesus, and He'll be your he's advocate. He's our advocate, yeah. <laughs> I so, mean, thank the Lord. I mean, He's going to plead your case. People don't realize that sin, just one little sin, it was a sin of eating a fruit that all this. You know, uh, that sin happened to us, that it went over to us, that we lost paradise, that Adam and Eve got... It was a fruit. It was a fruit. It was a fruit. What was the big deal? Yeah. It's sin going against God's command is, it's fatal. And the penalty for one sin is death. There's death to all of mankind. Yeah, there's, boom, it's just, it's death, the death penalty. Because he ate the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah cause he ate, because God said not to, you know, because God knew. And, yeah. It's funny how, how little importance people place on diet now, you know, and, and it all began with eating the wrong thing. And it's going to end with eating the right thing. Because we're going to go to the to the tree of life, where we're going to eat the right thing. God's going to give us the it's right thing. It's going to be so awesome. I can't imagine. And I have to I have to say a little something about that. So talk about eating. I would give my kids whatever because what do parents do? They indulge their kids, especially to make up for the sins and in in inadequacies that they have. You know. Well, my kids were eating a lot of sugar, and at school they were. Um, considered um hypertension and they were um hyperactive and they they said that they had ADD and other stuff like that and they wanted to put them on Ritalin and stuff and I said no I don't want them on that well when I kept them home I changed their whole diet and I watched them especially my middle son because he couldn't sit down for five seconds and here I'm trying to homeschool him so now I decided no sugar, no sugar whatsoever. And it was just a, like oatmeal or something mm. with like a little bit of honey in it. Well, and I know honey is a sugar, but it was no, not No, honey's good for you. Honey's really good as, for you. Yeah. No, really good for you. I don't care what anyone says. Agave and huh. stuff like that, you know. But anyways, I noticed this huge change in him. He was able to sit down and listen and look at me and. And he was retaining stuff, and I was able to teach him how to write and whatever. I don't want to take up too much time, but he was able to do a bunch of stuff just with a diet. I mean, that goes to tell you. Oh, and then yeah. I lost sure. 125 pounds that year from just eating the way God wanted you to eat, you know, and I never felt better. And uh, anyways, yeah. So she mentioned, you know, overindulgent of the kids <clears throat> a little bit. You know, on Monday's lesson, it talks about the free will is the basis for, for all love. And how would we define free will? We get to choose our own destiny, what we do. I mean, I can do this or I can't. You know, I could, I could obey God or I could disobey God. I and, could. and why is that the basis for all free love, or, or all free, or, or excuse me, <laughs> not free love? <laughs> I got to be careful. We're here. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's not Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, isn't it funny how the devil takes things that God has given us that that were intended yeah, I know, for it good, perverts it all and makes perverts it, it. Yeah, you know, it's horrible. Yeah, free well, love. Doesn't that sound good? No, uh, you know the whole idea how devil or the, the devil looks at love and and defines that. it. That's, that's kind of good. Um, my glasses. No, this is <laughs> this is pretty I know, good. Uh, horrible. You know, if it was any small, I'm reading off my phone and and uh, I'm able to I do really that. I really like that one. Okay, so are we rereading at the top? Uh huh. Okay, so nature in its present condition carries an ambiguous message that mingles both good and evil. Uh, rose bushes can produce lovely and fragrant roses, but also harmful and painful thorns. Mm -hmm. A toucan can impress us with its beauty and then dismay us by assaulting the nests of other birds and eating their frail chicks. Even human beings who are capable of kindness one moment can be vicious, hateful, and even violent in the next. No matter, no, no wonder that in the parable of the wheat and the tares, the servants asked the field owner, Sir, 
did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? And the owner replied, an enemy has done this. Likewise, God created the universe perfect, but an enemy defiled it with his mysterious seeds of sin. So, yeah, I mean, that goes back to what we were saying. And, um, and you know, the, and also, I mean, with the idea of, of this free, you know, a free will, you know, of this idea of not forcing one another. Because if we see, like, in the governments of the world, there's, there's governments in the world that force benevolence upon their, their subjects. I wonder if that's kind of going on right now. <laughs> Are we starting <laughs> to think? feel a little bit of a taste of that? I yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we're feeling these freedoms disappear. Well, they're, they're, it's for all for our good, right? You know? Well, that's what they say, but we know it's for the, quite the opposite. Yeah, because you need to, we, we, the government needs to protect you, Ricky, from yeah. yourself. So we're going we're gonna to impose so all these. Whenever you give the government any power... That's a bad thing because they take more and more, and it's all to control us. Yeah. You know, this country was blessed because we had uh, Christ-like principles here, and this country was based on Jesus. And, uh, and free will. And free will. And uh, worship God with our own conscience. And uh, that's how come America was blessed. Yeah, and if you wanted to wear a purple outfit and then jump up on one leg, you know, nobody cared. Yeah. You know, but it's but it's when— it's when, you know, people try to impose their wills upon others. That's where the problem begins. And God is not with that, especially when it's going against his law, when we're doing and that's what the whole thing's going to end up being. Yeah. Who do we obey, God's law or man's law, the you, traditions of man or God? We can't forget, this is a linear purpose that Satan has. I mean, he's got all these other distractions going on right now. I mean, in Christendom, they think that they're going to lose their right to worship. Well, no, Satan's going to say, it's okay to worship. Mm-hmm. We're just worship on this day and not that day. Yeah, worship on the day that I changed and not the day that everything was created. Not not the day that points to God as the creator of heaven and earth. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, and Satan... was found in the beginning of Genesis. Exactly. Before any, Sin was any here. other yeah. denomination of church. You know, it was yeah, there right weren't no churches the back then. No, and that was before sin even entered into yeah, the world. Before the, before the Jewish race was even, you know... What, 2,000 years before the Jewish race? No. Yeah. The Sabbath was instituted. That's right. Right along with marriage, so it's... Marriage and the Sabbath were the first two uh, They're synonymous with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, and, you know, and, and Satan can even take the Sabbath and, and, you know, the true Sabbath of God and force people to worship it, and that still would be a violation of Yeah, because of free God's will. not about force. He's about yeah. free will, free choice. He wants us to come out of, out of love, out of our want, our desire to be with him. Forced love is false love. It's rape. Yeah, it's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, However, you, know, you want to look at it. Yeah. I don't know about other people's children, but our children are grown up, and they like the they like to drink at the end of the day, and they like to do their own thing. The only thing we can do now is just tell them that we love them and point them to God, and, and be the example. Be the example and for that's, them. That's what we do, yeah. and um, that's all you can do. And we could pray for him, you know, and, and we could pray and put him in God's hands. And, you know, and God is a loving God, but ultimately he will not violate free will. No, and they so, ha- they always yeah. will have their free, you know, choice. Exactly. And that's that's the whole point is that we have to respect others choices. Their choice. Even if even if we don't like it. Um, look, even this, if it makes us sad. And this this guy, this guy wants to wear a mask. This guy doesn't want to wear a mask. Yeah. This guy wants to get a vaccine. He doesn't want to get a vaccine. We have to respect these. Yeah, it's things. our choice. I mean, we could, we could tell them what we believe or what we Exactly. Think, we can know? have those discussions. We yeah. can talk, and, and that discussion should be one where it should, you know, I mean, should we, should we go around and not try to offend people, you know, walk on our tiptoes and you know, and try not to say all the, you know, anything wrong. Well, that's probably what they kind of did in the Titanic, right? There was like, oh, excuse me, knocking on the door. Oh, excuse me. Uh, we have a small deflagration we, in the engine room, <laughs> and we would just like to ask you guys to slowly, you know, yeah, consider possibly when, maybe sort of. Whenever you feel, whenever you have the time, <laughs> you know, it, how well did that work for them? You know what I mean? It didn't work well for them at all. Right. Right. So this end day message should be loud and and it, in some cases it might be obnoxious to some. Yeah. They might not like it. Conspiracy theorists and all the other But the it's funny the conspiracies come true. <laughs> well, you know, look, the and Bible quick. the Bible is one of the biggest conspiracy theories ever written. <laughs> no question about it hands down. Because it tells everything that's happening now. And of course. It does, you know. So, uh, what's our 
What's on What's on Tuesday? What What does Tuesday yeah, have for us? Yeah, let's go to Tuesday anyway, because this is... This is the one where you wanted to point out the difference in yeah, the translation. Yeah, it was in the others, but this is when I was doing the study. I realized a lot, and it's like, man, wow. Okay, so, so this I is Ezekiel that. 28 you're talking about? Yeah. All right, so let's just go. But it's so, in more places, but this is just kind I of... I have this so I can read the... So you can read the one off the lesson? Yeah. Or, no, you have your Bible. I'll have to read the one off the lesson because I can pull it up. So I'll go ahead and read that one now while Ricky's looking up his. Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden. The, excuse me. I'm just trying to talk too fast. The garden of God, every precious stone was your covering. The sardis, the topaz. Hang on. I got to. Um, and uh, the barrel, onyx, and the jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day that you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of the fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day that you were were created till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within, and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fire and stones. Okay, that's where. Okay. So what did yours say? Uh, Let's go back to 16, and and I cast you? I Uh will cast you. That's I will cast you. Is that what what does yours say? I, I will cast. Yeah. yeah. So there's a difference. Isn't oh, there? I just caught that. So here it's almost suggesting that that God created a devil. Mm. Therefore, oh. I cast you as a profane thing. Yeah, and mine says I will. I to will. Me, see what got me. I, I, I what got me. It's just there's a big difference there, isn't there? And I I cast you. It means kind of like he's already did it, right? Yeah. It's already been done. Yeah, it's already been done. Where the King James is saying, I will. That hasn't happened yet, but it will happen. So, and I will So do God it. didn't create a devil. He created a perfect being that was that was lovely in every every way. But through free will of Satan, he chose to become this evil thing that he is. Huh. And therefore God will cast him. Yeah, he as will as a profane thing. Yeah, he hasn't done it already. It's you know, I how and I found in the New King James, there's a lot of those things, just like when it's talking about the atonement and stuff, when Christ entered the holy place, where it says Christ entered into the most holy place, you know? There's That's a big difference between those two spots. Yeah, it's huge difference. Yeah, because yeah. the one, the priest would only enter in once a year during atonement, and the other, the priest would enter daily as an, as as propitiation for the sins of the people and even for himself at times. Yeah. So... I mean, these little things, they're, 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 they're huge. And I loved the New King James until I started seeing the difference. Well, it's it. easy to read. Yeah, yeah, it's a little less. Well, there well, again. Um, um, Henry reads the clear word. I don't know And then I know it. sometimes they'll be reading it, and it's like, where are we? <laughs> I can't even follow along because there's none of it exactly. in my Bible. Well, it's like, and here's the thing. I mean, we're not, we're not like okay, knocking so anybody or anything. Like yeah, that. exactly. But it's just, it, it's, it's good to point these things out and to know the differences. And, and you know, and and like if there's some ambiguity and somewhere in the text, the King James is always a good one to go to. And for that matter, it doesn't James hurt to best. have a strong concordance as well. Exactly, and do it. But uh, it goes. It goes almost line per uh, line with uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls, the King James Version. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been told. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's very close to the original. It's, it's, it's identical. Yeah, so um, so it sounds to me like God, God created Lucifer. Now, the word Lucifer means a light bearer, and so he was the one, and, and light is you know synonymous with truth, right? So the, here's one that was the bearer of truth. And and upright, even the sun of the morning. The sun of the morning <laughs> is that like the highest? <laughs> yeah. What? Exactly. And 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 he uh, apparently the timbrels of his pipes were perfect. So does that mean that he was a good singer? I mean, yeah, does he, he have the a, best? <laughs> does he have a melodious voice? I yeah. mean, 
And so everything that Satan did, you know, and all the stones were his coverings. Everything. He had everything. God blessed him with the highest blessings that of any See, I'm angel. weird. I, I have this picture of Lucifer when he was originally created because uh, he's called the Great Red Dragon, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so is Lucifer... Uh, if you look up the word seraphim, the root word for seraphim is serpent, all right? Huh. So these seraphim that stand before God, in my mind, okay, this is my iteration of what's going on. They're uh-huh. dragons, these are dragons, uh, the mighty dragons that, that stand before God. Remember they have wings, you know? Is that the seraphim or the cherubims? I don't remember what. I, well, I don't know. I don't know if they're dragons or not. I don't see dragons. I see dra- Satan being a great dragon. But I well, now, be- now, but, you know, I mean, but he was with that with that race of beings that were created to, you know, he give was God, a cherubim. God glory, you know. So, but 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 look, okay, let's go with the ark. <laughs> okay. Well, is there dragons on the ark? Well, they had wings. And they had wings, but we, we they don't were know angel. what they look like. But yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah. But you know, but yeah, I mean, maybe there, you know, there's obviously several races of these of these beings that were created to glory God, and but in my mind, and then when I hear the covering of stones, you know, I I I look at like all his scales as just being like different stones, you know, and he's moving Uh around making noise and stuff. I don't know. That's 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 crazy because that's that's. I mean, you you you. You couldn't come up with something more fantastic than what God came up with. I mean, essentially, so Your it's coverings. That, yeah, I never ever thought of it. That yeah, way. so huh. I mean, it's fun to think. I mean, as long as you keep it sanctified, you know. But we can't go outside of what the Bible tells yeah, us. That's, what I'd, yeah. that's the main thing, you know. <laughs> So it's up, you know, I mean, we can discuss it, but as far as, you know, dogmatic, yeah, it just goes, you know, only so far. But uh, anyways, um, so the spread of unbelief, how did that happen? I mean, what was uh, what was the 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 thing that brought in discourse amongst God's uh, angelic beings? What was the because this? Well, because he Satan, Lucifer at the time said, you know, God's law, it. Angels, we don't need to go by it because we're high supreme beings. We can guide and uh, govern ourselves. We don't need this. Uh, Lucifer was jealous, but he was—he didn't want the angels to know he was jealous. They even they probably wouldn't even have known what jealousy was at the time because no one knew sin, and Satan didn't even know what it was, but he felt it, and he was. Uh, yeah, he was uh, putting discord in the angels' minds, putting doubt, just like he did with Eve, you know. Did not God say you could eat from any fruit of the tree, you know? And uh, she says, yeah, we must. He, he he puts questions in our heads, and that he did the same with the angels. Then, then they've never heard a lie, you know what I mean? And he's always been the head of them. Uh, why would he lie to them? Yeah, they never heard a lie before. They, they didn't know what a lie, a lie looked like. No, and okay, the the son of the morning. You know what I mean? Lucifer was high up there, and yeah. It's funny how how sensitive we are to lies nowadays. Because I, I'll get a robocall. I'm looking at the number. I don't recognize it. I won't <laughs> even answer it. You know, because I'm I'm a scared. I'm scared that somebody's going to pitch me with some crazy story on. The other side, you know, uh, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna to try and lie to me, basically, and, yeah. and try to scam me. And we have this so often nowadays. Lies are so prevalent that now we've taken the truth to be a lie. Many people have now looked at the truth right square in the face, and they said, eh, "It's a lie. Yeah. It's falsehood. It's it's this. It's that." And so that we can't even identify between good and evil. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking as you know the human no, race. No, that's in general. true. It's true, and it, it's you know? sad. It's sad. I, I wanted to read this. This is uh, on Tuesday, September uh, 27th. It says, You were perfect in all your ways from the day you were created until iniquity was found in you. Hence, Lucifer's perfection included the potential of evil, the potential to do wrong, and that was because, as a moral being, Lucifer possessed free will, part of what it means to be a perfect being. In reality, Lucifer was created perfect, which included his ability to choose freely. Amen. Amen. However, abusing that perfection 
by the misuse of his free will, he became corrupted by considering himself more important than he actually was. No longer satisfied with how God had created and honored him, Lucifer lost his thankfulness to God and wished to receive more recognition than he actually deserved. How this could happen was a perfect angelic being living in a perfect universe is, as already mentioned, a mystery. A mystery <laughs> of sin. The mystery of iniquity. Yeah, why in the world would somebody give up his... Uh, you know, here's the thing. When we sin, we don't just hurt ourselves either, do we? No. I mean, no. we cast an influence about us. A shadow. <laughs> we do, and it affects... Either way, it for affects, good or for evil. Yeah. Yeah, and it affects a lot of people around us. I mean, um, every decision that we make has holds the balance of other people's lives. You know, all around us. And so... Yeah, just like Lucifer with the fallen angels. <laughs> yeah, a third of the angels. That's third no angels. small thing. No, no. No. Then then look at it now, the whole world. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, I was purchasing um, some gospel music mm -hmm. a couple days ago. And um, everyone knows I sing for the church. And that's my... Uh, ministry? Ministry, yeah. Um, anyhow... I was looking at Reba McIntyre's sister, Susie. She sings gospel music, but no one's ever heard of her. And then you've got Rita McIntyre, who everyone's heard of. And it just goes to show they're sisters. They both sing. They're both good. Which one's popular and which one's not? <laughs> yep. Which one's singing for, for the glory? Of God. Of God, and one's, one's singing for the glory of the world, so... It almost seems like the good influence in this world takes a lot longer to have effect, and it doesn't it, it doesn't travel as quick as evil influences do. Of course, because Satan's trying to stop it at every inch of the way. If you if you're a bank robber, you get world famous. If you're a school shooter, you get world famous. Mm -hmm. But if you're what's that? Um, remember the Guardian Angels? Where'd that start? Uh, New York City. Remember? I have no idea. So the guardian angels was like a was like a gang, if you will, or a group, or a, or a, or a creed, if you will. That uh, it, it was it was people who dedicated their lives to protecting others oh. in the inner city. And there's literally videos of people of these guardian angels giving their lives protecting people against an uh, That's an armed awesome, attacker. Man. That's totally and awesome. never being recognized. Huh. Literally laying their dead in the street. Nobody, people walking over, and they just gave their life to protect somebody. It's crazy. It's sad. Now, now they have the grab and dash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the smash and, the smash smash and dash. And <laughs> but, but, you know, like in Israel, all, all the kings, uh, the evil kings, they were despised. They didn't reign long before, yeah. maybe eight years, you know, before they were destroyed usually. And then when they were buried, they didn't have an honorable death. But all the good ones, all the good kings were honored. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can do bad, and at your death, you're, you know, you're like, mm -hmm. oh, he's despicable. You know, he's this, he's that. But a good man, a good man will be recognized when he's gone, just like when Enoch was gone. They felt it, and that was the time almost, you know, pre-flood, and they felt his presence gone. Well, let's put it this, let's put it this way. Are you going to say something? I was just going to say the the bad kings are exploiting the people, like what's happening now. Yeah, yeah, yeah the they, they're, they're not going to last long. They're, not yeah. gonna, their fame ain't going to last long either. Well, and that's it. So you know, the righteous may feel like they're in a bubble, like like you know, nothing that they do is is making any kind a of effect yeah. or a difference, or nobody's noticing what they're doing. And especially in an age where everybody has to be noticed, right? And you know. Um, yeah, but if if they're actually wanting to be noticed, then they're doing the wrong. They're doing they're going the wrong way because yeah. to be noticed um, in the courts of heaven is yeah. really something. Yeah, that's kind of how Lucifer fell, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he wanted to lift himself up. That's and, where the whole sin originated. And, and remember what his end will be. They'll narrowly look upon him yeah. and say, "Is this the man?" Is, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And thus will be the fate of all of those who have gone his way as well. Yep. You know, whereas the righteous will be exalted and lifted up to all of the nations. 
And when we say nations, we don't know how many created when, nations are out there. Yeah, and when we're lifted up, though, our eyes ain't going to be upon ourselves. Where are our eyes going to be? On oh, oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, we're not going to go, me, 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 you know. Me, me, yeah. Here no, I'm doing no, a cute no, little no, TikTok no. video. Come yeah. look at me. No. You know, no, it's going to be, you know, us lifting up Jesus, and Amen. Jesus will uplift us. Yeah. There's the difference. Yeah. And, and so... Um, and that's also the other principle of love. You know, it's not selfish. It's, 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 you know, hey, look what my wife has done for me. She's not saying, look what I've done for you. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's, there's a big difference in that, those two statements. There's a huge, yes. You know, and so, um, all right, so let's move on to Friday. Um, <laughs> What do we got? Birth of five minutes? Five minutes. Friday. <laughs> we're gonna. We may even cut this short because um, we're trying to do also prophecy updates. So um, we're not going to be doing that live, but that will definitely be going up on Prophecy Montana as well. But uh, all right. So um, Friday, Friday. What did I do? Just pass it right up. Okay, you want to read it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We I hit kind of everywhere. I, I hit something Bible on my phone here. and it went berserkoid. Uh. All right. So, um, all right. So, why was sin permitted? That was that's the question. Why why is sin permitted? Hmm. Why couldn't a God just? Uh, I mean, He's perfect. He's righteous in all His ways. Why why couldn't He have just suffed, snuffed it out and saved a lot of suffering? Because He had to let it work its course for everyone yeah. to understand, for the angels to understand, and everything. If He would have just zapped it out of existence, they, He would have had to zap Satan out of existence or Lucifer at the time. Then the angels would like, okay, Lord, yes, you know, we know what happens. Yeah, we know what happens whenever we question anything. They would have worshipped out of fear, definitely. He didn't want obeisance through fear. Yeah, no, and he wanted them to see, okay, you go against the law, you'll see the fruits of it. Well, I mean, Lisa, would you have married me if I had uh, three wives before you and I had to kill them all because they were disobedient? No. I (laughs) I mean, well, what if I forced you to marry me? No. Okay. <laughs> she's she's tough. <laughs> yeah. Don't mess with Lisa. Can't force her. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, but that's essentially what God was risking. Yeah. He was so he didn't want he didn't want to be served through fear and that was a big risk that he would have taken. And he knew it. Yeah. He knew it the angels didn't. And that's why probably this whole thing is playing out is because they didn't know it. God knows everything, so he knew, but the angels have to see it. The unfallen worlds have to see it, and this and is this is part of the righteousness it. of Christ, yeah. and and his his um uh I I don't want to say um um his justice that's the word I was looking for his justice is righteousness and love as well mm-hmm. because even the destruction of the wicked is, is mercy. an act of love. Yeah, it is. You they know? would be miserable there. They spent their lives. Getting the character of Satan, developing the character of Satan, just like the King of Tyre. I mean, they're they're apparently the King of Tyre was doing everything to get Satan's. I mean, he was practicing Satan's character and everything that he's more or less called Satan, Lucifer or whatever. And that's us. It's who we spend our time with is whose character we're going to have, that of Satan or that of Christ. Satan would be miserable up in heaven, you know, because uh, he'd have to love and care for one another, you know what I mean? And he, he he's totally, he's not there anymore. At one time he was, but not no more. You know, I, I would break things down for my kids when they were little. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> About that time I was telling you guys before when they were small, and I would tell them that they needed to worship God because it was in the beginning of Genesis and then I said, the only thing we have to do in our whole life is to determine whether we want to be good or bad. You know, if we want to, if we want to be good, we have to, we have to uh, be good all the way. Yeah. And if we are going to be bad, we're going to be bad all the way. And I just had to break it down, you know, for them. And that's our life. That's our whole life here is to figure out if we want Jesus or if we want Satan. That's we, it. we can't ride the fence. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> no riding the fence. <laughs> well, I mean, that is the condition of the world in the last days, multitudes and multitudes in the valley of decision. 
in the, before the great and dreadful day of the Lord, you know. But if you're in the valley of decision, you've already by default made your choice. Mm-hmm. You know, you've become lukewarm and, and because you But I don't like cold. that. <laughs> so, um, well, anyways, so that's pretty much a lesson, guys. And um, for, you know, this uh, by all means is not comprehensive. We're just kind of shooting over the high points and, and stuff. But uh, again, we're offering the great controversy free. Just shoot us your... Um, shoot us an email at prophecy uh, or uh, prophecymontana at gmail.com and we'll make sure you guys get one. Just send us your address and everything else. Um, also, you can reach us through the Facebook, uh, the Belgrade SDA Facebook page. Um, and uh, and if that fails, just you know hit us up in the comments. But uh, how are we doing so far, guys? Uh, how about a thumbs up and uh, hit, you know consider subscribing to our channel. We're also on Rumble and Spotify several of the uh, podcast platforms as well. And um, so, yeah, I guess that's it. So thank thank you, Ricky. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you, Bertha. And uh, we'll see you folks later. God bless.